Let me get you some help, Truman. You're not well. Why do you want to have a baby with me? You can't stand me. That's not true. Why don't you let me fix you some of this new Mococo drink? All natural cocoa beans from the upper slopes of Mount Nicaragua, no artificial sweeteners. What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? I've tasted other cocos. This is the best. What the hell does this have to do with anything? Tell me what's happening! Ho, 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 nerds, geeks, freaks, and internet peeps, and welcome to another episode of Basement Condition, the last episode of the year. If it's your first time tuning in, we're a nerdy kind of podcast that likes to talk about movies, TV shows, comics, video games, and other nerdy shenanigans. Shenanigans? Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Fucking shenanigans. And as always, I'm your host, Brandon. And I am your co-host, Ali. And we've got... Like I said, the last episode of the year, and it's a pretty good one. You know, the top five list, we're going over our top five movies of 2017, so just an overall, you know, we, we've we actually seen a lot more from this year than we thought, even though we haven't made it to the movie theater as much as we'd like to. Well, yeah, because you always forget that movies come out relatively quick now, so most of the movies that we didn't see at the beginning of the year, we probably saw later on. Yeah. But, like, even movies like Logan and shit, doesn't feel like it was this year that that came out. No, it must have been the very beginning of the year. Yeah, and then there's movies, like, I looked up online all the movies that had theatrical runs on Wikipedia, and then I started thinking about it more today when I was finalizing my list, and then I remembered, like, Netflix movies, too. Curse of Chucky, The Babysitter, 1922, Gerald's Game, fucking all those Oh, made... shit, yeah, I didn't even think about those movies. Right? <laughs> because... On Wikipedia, it's just theatrical releases. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call, good call. Right? And so before we get into the good shit, we like to do a little segment called... How you doing? Uh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm okay, my friend. I'm still very, very much tired, same as last week's episode. Um, haven't been doing a hell of a lot, just some Christmas shopping. I still need to do a few things. Yeah, I'm not finished either. No. Uh, I got my mom, my dad, uh, you, Kyle, and Michelle done. I need, yeah, about three or four more presents. And See, my problem is that people don't tell you what they fucking want. Like yeah. my dad and Debbie, my stepmom, for those listening, I have two brothers and a sister, and they actually, I've got their gifts... And then I'm like, all right, Deb, let me know what you and Dad want. Oh, okay. Nothing. Nothing. Dead air. So it's like the weekend before, because Christmas falls on, like, what, a Monday or Tuesday this year? I like don't a know. Monday. I think it's a Monday. Because I think I'm back to work on that Wednesday. So Black, the, what is it called? Mon- uh, Cyber Monday? Blah, 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 no. Um, What's the one? Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. <laughs> it's so too many it's holidays. Because there's like Black Friday, which is like a month before Christmas, yeah, which like is another weeks. Boxing Day. That was like Day, two weeks ago. Which is basically Boxing Day again, yeah. so I don't fucking know. Anyway, yeah, so I'm back. That would make sense. 
But yeah, right to the last minute, like, oh yeah, maybe you can get me this or I whatever. It's like ah, not just whatever. Is there anything you're into right now? Anything you know? I used you to could hate, use. I used to hate people be like, well, if you if we can't think of anything, just get me a gift card. I'm like that. I don't like getting gift cards because it's pretty much just giving you money in a fancy way. <laughs> yeah. Like, in a way that you can only go to one store. If I won the lottery, I would actually send everyone a Christmas card every year with a gift card in it. That, to me, would make more sense. Yeah. Not a gift that As you gift. put under the tree. Yeah. Hide it. My mom will do it with, like, well, my mom gets me. She goes over over the top every year, and every year it's just going to be like, oh, well, this year we're going to do a little bit small. I'm like, I'm fine with you doing it small. I don't care. So, but she does. She could put all the presents down, and then she'll hide, like, a gas card wrapped up in the tree or, like, something else and stuff. But, or, yeah, or I, I know like, what you mean. It's just, it feels like there's not a whole lot of effort put into it. Or tell, like, an uncle, if someone's going to send me a card or something, tell them to just throw in a gift card. Not you. Yeah. If we're all sitting around <laughs> opening presents, you know. But sorry, my point of that is my new rule is if you're not going to tell me what you want, then yes, you are going to get a gift card. Yeah, you know, it's I'm not... Just, everyone it, has everything that they need. That's so what I mean. I, I, I feel like I get my stepmom the same thing every year. It's just go to Bed Bath and... Or no, it's a Bed... Bath, Body Works, whatever it is. The store that I can't go into for more than two minutes because the scent just kills me. I know, you can smell it from like... Oh my God, you, I was in uh, Lucky Jeans the other day and you, you before you even walk out of the store, it, it's just hitting you from across the hallway. I don't know how the people work in there. They must have to run out every 10 minutes and just, like, take a deep breath of uh, anything. They probably like it, though. Oh, they like disgusting. that disgusting. Gives me a headache. Well, I used to do that for my mom and stepmom, too, but then it was just like, all right, I'm, I want to put more effort into it, but you got you to gotta help me out here. Yeah, you know I what did. I mean? Uh, I got two for one in, uh, <laughs> in uh, the one store. Got my, my mom's, and then just so happens some stuff was 30% off. Got my dad's stuff. But yeah, um, I gotta ask you, my friend. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Lots of work. We're starting to get to our inventory, so... Oh, fuck that. I, I remember doing that at your place. It was awful. We're doing good this year. We were pretty organized. And you know how we had special orders of the product that we sell? Yeah. I know that sounds like I sell legal shit, but I'm just saying it like that because it's just easier. <laughs> special orders. Yeah. Stuff that was... Specially ordered to yeah. come in. <laughs> you know how we used to have, like, a whole rack of that shit? Yeah. We have, like, one shelf now, because we make sure as soon as that comes in... It's hey, gone. if you ordered it, we're not a storage unit. Yeah. Get your shit out of here. Good. Good. So, that make things much easier. Other than that, it's the time of year where there's no TV shows on, like, other than reruns. Like, yeah. obviously, like, TV didn't shut down. No, but it's a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. But I've actually, one night, I just threw on Friends... Yep, it's so a good show. I, I've just been going through those episodes and shit. I think I'm on season four, and you know what I never noticed? What? You know the girl, I can't think of the actress's name right now, um, Joey goes out with her, she's like in a play with him, and yeah. then she goes out with Chandler. Yeah. That's fucking what's-her-face from Ace Ventura with the penis. Is it really? Yeah. Einhorn is Finkel, <laughs> Finkel and Einhorn, Einhorn and Finkel. <laughs> Einhorn is a man! Isn't that crazy? Captain Weedy? Yeah, that's really strange. She looks a lot better with short hair. Yeah. I like and I like short with, hair. With no weenie. Well, yeah. <laughs> I never caught on to that when I was a kid. No? I think I've mentioned this on the show, but I thought it was poo. <laughs> I'm like, why? I don't know. Why? 
Well, you know how oblivious I am to shit now. Imagine me as a kid. Yeah. Just like, well, why she got doo-doo? It's funny. <laughs> Pooped her pants. She's that scared. Why is everyone, like, spitting? Did they eat the doo-doo? <laughs> I'm so confused. But yes, other than that, been playing some Destiny, thinking about Christmas. It's yeah. coming fast. I know it is. I watched Christmas Vacation for the first time this season. I have well, yet to watch. for the first time, like... You know, that's the first time I've seen it, but just no, the first yes. time this season. It's usually watched about three to six times. It's true. He loves his Christmas vacation, and I have yet to watch a Christmas movie. i got to get on that. i got to get my Jingle All the Way in and some I, Elf. And... I haven't watched Jingle All the Way. I, I was Me and Michelle had a really shitty day at work. I'm like, what's the happiest movie ever? Oh, let's put on Elf. Put on Elf. I watched uh, Eight Crazy Nights. Ah, Which Michelle movie. isn't the biggest fan of for some reason. I don't think she likes musicals. And I'm like, but it's hilarious it's a, singing. Like, and it's, it's a Christmas musical. I'm not a big fan of musicals either. 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 <laughs> but it's Christmas. Yeah, who's a... You gotta fucking sing with the Christmas carols and musicals. And I, I think and she just hates it because I do Whitey's voice. Oh. Are you doing the voices the whole time? Because maybe that's why she doesn't like not it. Not the whole time, no. But... No. Not the whole time. Did you mean that whole thing to rhyme, or did you have that uh, pre-prepared? Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> Maybe you are a leprechaun. That is a great movie. Oh, I wish so he, I good. wish Adam Sandler did more animation. Like he's he does that, that many the voices. Animation, in it. like the actual animation, was really good too. Yeah, it was almost it was very realistic, but still very animated at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Well, it depends on the character, like Whitey. <laughs> he didn't look very, look very much like a real old man. He was more like rounded and cartooned out. Him but like man. Adam Sandler's character looks, looks like just Adam like Sandler. him. Yeah, he went Eleanor. <laughs> Best characters. Yeah. Um, shall we move on to some uh, news nuggetry? Yeah, let's uh, let's move right along. Oh, there it is, squeezing itself out. You don't know when it's coming. News nuggets. <laughs> Before we get into it, did you see that video that goes along with like the Jumanji movie of Jack Black doing the Jumanji theme that no. they didn't put on the soundtrack? Look no. that up. If you're listening, look that up. Jumanji theme, Jack Black. He just does his like acapella and he's just like, Jumanji, <laughs> Jumanji. And then he does like two lines and then, and then he kind of stops for a second and like people are like cheering. He's like, Jumanji. <laughs> It was great. All right. So, Ready Player One, that new movie that's coming out, yes. is based on a book. Yes, it is. Michelle is reading Michelle that book. has actually just started to read it, which she's very much liking it, but she's thinking, this shit could actually kind of happen in the future. It seems, it's, it seems to be done in such a way that it could actually... When you're reading, you're just like, holy fuck. This is the well, way. Especially now, with this is VR. the way the world is kind of turning right now. Holy shit! <laughs> well, I hope she's enjoying it because the author is now writing a sequel novel. Sweet. Yes, following the re- release of the new trailer for Steven Spielberg's new movie, Ready Player One, which we will be talking about that trailer. Ernest Klein confirmed that he is already working on a follow-up to his very popular 2011 novel. Uh, Klein confirmed that he's working on a Ready Player One novel sequel during a live stream interview to promote the new trailer premiere for the film version. And he said, it's true, I can't talk about it too much, but there's no better inspiration for a writer than to return to a world they've already worked on when they're watching Steven Spielberg bring that world to life. Spoiler alert for when we talk about the trailer, it looks good. (laughs) Yeah, it looks pretty cool. 
Um, it's just stoked to have Spielberg's name on there because you know there's going to be some sort of, you know, there's there's a build up to it now. And just that look and feel of it, like you got your E.T. and your Close Encounter Encounters of the Third Kind. There's your just this the, even there's like just having like the, the Back to the Future car in there too as oh, like yeah. his main car. It's just like yes. Oh, there's lots of cars yes. that we'll talk about. In that, there's an, the opening scene. There's like a race going on that you see happening throughout the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. But if you stop and look at a lot of the cars, you'll notice quite a few. References. It's just like it literally like one of us just jumping into a game, just like all right, what car am I gonna drive? Fucking whatever car you can think of, the Batmobile, uh, the. What other cars? Uh, driving a Mario Kart would be hilarious. Just to have Bowser's cart. Yeah, but in that <laughs> in that reality, it would probably be bad because it's like very open. Because you're just like sitting out of it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Especially like our height, it would just be like, <laughs> yeah. like what are those? What are those? I don't know where they're from, but you always see in like a random movie. There's those old guys with the weird hats, and they're riding those little cars. That's what we would look like. They're okay, so. If you're talking you know about these the are? big giant twins who are on the tiny little mopeds? No. Oh, okay, because those guys were wrestlers way back in the day. No, there's like a... Like a... I don't even know what it's it like is. It's like a tiny little supercycle or something? No, it's like a little like car. I don't fucking know. It's like the thing that Krusty rides? <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, this... Um, my point is, you'd be so open that you'd be like shot gotcha, at or gotcha. killed. But yeah, I'd like to read the first book before this, and especially see the, seeing the trailer. Yeah. I want to know what references are actually in the book compared to the movie. Yeah, again, with this movie, I'm sure the book's probably going to be a lot more in-depth, but we shall see. Well, plus with getting the rights and shit to all that stuff, yeah. the book, I don't think you have to do that. I'm, I think you're allowed to Just mention around. whatever. Yeah. So he could have been mentioning a bunch of other shit too yeah that's true but yeah i'm looking forward to that and i'm looking forward to the movie and i'm gonna read the first one too absolutely i'm sure you can borrow it once michelle's done with it nice new aliens inspired video game xeno crisis sweet coming to sega genesis sega genesis right so according to bloodydisgusting.com the, the fuck <laughs> right that's what i thought <laughs> the game will take inspiration from classic games like smash tv and contra as well as the film Aliens, forthcoming game Xenocrisis is a top-down arcade-style shooter that's being released for the Sega Genesis slash Sega Mega Drive console. The game is currently being fan-funded by Kickstarter or on Kickstarter by Bitmap Bureau with a goal amount. Bitmap Bureau, <laughs> sorry. Bitmap Bureau, uh, with a goal amount of just under thirty thousand dollars. Wow. And with just under a month left to go, Ali, one hundred and thirty-seven backers have already pledged their support. Collectively raising over $12,000 for the cause. Shit. I think this game's gonna get made. I think it is, and it sounds pretty badass, but I gotta see if I still got all the chords for my Sega Genesis. <laughs> well, you may be in luck because it is at the prototype stage, and when it is finished, it will be released in October of next year, and it will be coinciding with the 30th anniversary of the Mega Drive's launch in Japan, and it will be released apparently on a cartridge... As, Sweet. As well as uh, a ROM for, okay. like, that you can download Dude, on the computer. actually have the actual, uh, sorry, what's it called? Like cartridge? The, yeah, the actual cartridge game with the new print on there and shit. That'd be awesome. 
be the only game that I just keep in my Sega. (laughs) That'd be phenomenal. And that's such a cool name, too. Xeno Crisis. Like, that's such an old school, like, Sega Genesis game. Yeah, it sounds just like an old... It sounds like, um... Uh, what Dino the, Crisis? No, what are the shooter games, like the arcade ones? Um, Time Crisis? Time Crisis. So many crises, yeah, wow. Yeah, exactly. I didn't notice that. Exactly. Dino Crisis. I don't even remember what that one was, I just know that name. I remember Turok. Turok, yeah, definitely. That was like a first person, like, bow and arrow. I don't know if there were guns Bowie in that. knife type thing. Yeah, it was more primal. Yeah. As a game, primal. <laughs> Wasn't there Primal Rage or something, too? Something like that, yeah. That might have been the sequel. I don't know. Vigi games, I don't know. Back then, I had like a collective like 15 Sega games, if that, that I played a lot of. I had more Super Nintendo games before <clears throat> that. But I still can't even name all of them because there were so many. But, but that's going to be awesome. Yes. And we will keep you listeners updated, maybe even do a little review on that game. One day. Hopefully we don't forget about it, but we won't because it's fucking awesome. It's Alien. You usually keep up to date with that shit. So. Xeno Crisis. That's such a Fuck yeah. Xeno crisis. Fuck yeah. Gonna fucking something. Kill me some aliens. Ah. Uh, so, Mr. Tom Hardy confirms that the upcoming Venom movie is based on the Lethal Protector miniseries. I don't know what that is, Brandon. Please tell me all about it. Right. Well, in the comic book series, Venom and Spider-Man agree to a truce, and Venom moves to... Venom? Sa- Venom. <laughs> Some sort of weird Amer- American accent coming out of you. I've been talking with Hef and Stefan too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada, sorry. He has, like, no accent. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they agree to a truce, and Ven- Venom, Venom. <laughs> moves to San Francisco. And once there, he's attacked by the son of one of his past victims, and is hunted down by the Life Foundation, who want to study his him and his symbiote. The Life Foundation? Yeah. That's really lame. It, it, there's a lot of lame names yeah, in comic I books. I know. And they want to use it for their own purposes, and this results in the creation of five new symbiote spawns, Scream, Phage, Riot, Lasher, and Agony. For some reason, I remember this. There were toys and shit. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. This I don't is remember all, this a lot is of those names. Some sort of ringing... This is ringing some sort of bell. Well... I don't think they're going to be bringing all of those symbiotes into it because they've already said that Carnage is going to be in it. So yeah. I guess this maybe is how Carnage is going to be created. They steal part of Venom or Venom. They create Carnage and maybe Eddie Brock goes in, breaks in, and steals his symbiote back. And then that's when we see Carnage or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I still hope he's a psychopath, though. Because in the comics, uh, Eddie Brock meets... Carnet or Cletus Cassidy in jail, and he's like this crazy ass murdering psycho. Yeah, and his face is actually based off of the Joker. Like, there's an actual picture in it where it's yeah, like he's got the very small chin. Yeah, it's, very... it's dead on. His hair has that little curl, but it's orange. And then yeah, his chin's long it's with very the very triangular. big grin. Yeah. yeah, and then if you look at a Joker picture, that's like that same angle. I'm pretty it's sure there's one that similar. you can like place over. It. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the symbiote, I'm pretty sure, breaks Eddie Brock out, but leaves a piece behind, birthing Carnage, because that piece goes on to Cletus Cassidy, and then he goes on his rampage. So I think that's how they're going to use it, because I don't think Eddie Brock's going to go to prison. 
Because it's not supposed to be in the Spider-Man universe. No, how like how old roughly are they supposed to be? Or thirties, I is guess. It, okay, however old right. Tom Hardy is, maybe. Yeah, because that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, if they're getting Tom Hardy to play it. I hope it's not gonna be like it's not like college or anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But at the same time, it has nothing to do with Spider-Man, so they can go. I love Tom Hardy. He was in uh, the third season of Peaky Blinders. Oh really? He's so good. He is. He's a he's great so actor. So good. He is. Did you see the movie? I always forget he's the so, name. He's so fucking intimidating, dude. The the guy's fists are like bowling balls. The guy's huge. He just like he, he he's constantly just got this very like. Oh, all right, so that's what we're gonna do then. You're gonna fucking come to me, and I'm gonna fucking pay you. Where's that from? It's from Peaky Blinders. Okay, what's the? Did you see the movie where he's? doing the illegal alcohol or whatever yes yes he's doing the bootlegging yeah um, do you remember the name I can never remember uh, it every time I bring it up uh, it's him and best the, part of that movie is the end when he does a little dance into the lake or whatever he just does the little like yeah. little oh, foot jig oh, or whatever that movie was really hard to understand him but then I, I, think, I, I his... think that might have been the point but I think that was also around the time of the Batman movies so he might have been stuck in the Bane <laughs> Well, he gets, he gets his uh, throat sliced oh, in that man. movie. That and, like, scene? holds it together. Yeah. Fuck. I, I'm, that? like, shaking now because that was so gross. Because it shows it, and he's just like, Ugh. Him, him and Shia LaBeouf. Yes. And that's why I, that's one of the movies that I really like Shia LaBeouf in. He, so do I. He was good in that. He was good in Fury. He's good when he's, like, not a, a main kid. Nah, holes when he's, like, what, 12? <laughs> Yeah, but he was uh, still, still good. Still a de- de- decent I know he movie. was just being his... Is it even Stevens he was in? Yeah, I never much. watched it. Me neither, but that's pretty much the character yeah. he was playing. I think he just gets a bad rap because he went a little... He is a little crazy, maybe? He's just a little out there, that's all. A lot yeah. of actors are out there. The child actor, come on. Yeah, he could be a lot worse. He could be not acting at all and drugged out somewhere, or... Macaulay Culkin! He's doing pretty good though. Is he he's now? bouncing back. He's bouncing back a bit. I think he's supposed to be in like a movie or a show or something. Home Alone Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Jim Carrey's apparently going to be in a show on HBO soon called um, HBO. Oh, I forget the name, but he's like a uh, the host of like a kids show with puppets and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then shit happens with his family. Like I guess there's family drama. And he can't figure out how to deal with that because he's so into his his puppets, his puppets or some shit. I don't know, but it's cool to see him being in something. He hasn't been in something since I think Dumb and Dumber Two, I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to see some more Jim Carrey. Me but too. We should move on because we've move been. On. So speaking of the Venom movie, so kind of moving on. Woody Harrelson <laughs> reeling it back in. <laughs> Woody Harrelson is going to appear in it. Oh yeah, as bad guy, I'm guessing. Uh, he will uh, apparently be a henchman, but yeah. for but for who we do not know. Could be the scientist that sealed part of the symbiote if they go that way. Could be Carnage's yeah. henchman before he gets the symbiote on him, or henchman could be another symbiote that's a symbiote henchman <laughs> for Carnage. <laughs> Hello, henchman. Oh, I can't. Hey, boss, how's it going? I can't wait to see. I hope it's fucking one, Corey. If it's Carnage, they better do some like slice and dice. <laughs> it just better it. look cool. Yeah, I just don't want it to look CGI like crap. Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Poor Sam Raimi though. He didn't want the damn 
Venom character in the movie. Yeah. See what happens when studios stick their fucking noses and shit? Yep. It's tisk, okay to tisk. listen to us fans sometimes, but you don't have to cram it in there just to cram it in there. Right? Well, that's why they wanted. Oh, he's such a popular character, and Sam Raimi was like, I don't... There's no I way of putting Sp- him in I didn't here. read Spider-Man when he was in it. He's a 90s character. I was making fucking kick-ass Evil Dead movies at that point. Butcha! Like, come on! Alright, I don't know why movie. that turned into like an Italian, like, hey, come on. <laughs> what are you doing, huh? Last but not you least, meatball? Punisher Season 2 has been announced. Oh, mm. fuck yeah. I haven't even been able to watch Punisher Season oh, 1 yet because no. I've been so fucking busy. Oh, no. And I want to sit there and actually crush a few Have you episodes. not watched any of it? None of it. Oh. Because, like I said, I don't want to just like watch 35 minutes of it and go, oh, I'll watch another, you know, I'll it watch gets, the rest later. It's so good. Yeah, I'm it's sure probably, it is. You know what we should do? What should we do? Have we done top five Marvel shows yet? Uh, no. Because you've watched at least five, right? Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones? I watched at least half of that first season. Uh, Luke Cage? No. Iron Fist? No. Defenders? No. Then maybe not. So I got three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think about that one. But yeah, there's they don't have a uh, release date yet, which... Kind of makes sense, because they've already got, like, Jessica Jones Season 2 coming. they got, I think, another Daredevil Season coming. they got a lot of shit coming out. A lot of shit coming out. But that does it for our news nuggets, but we do have some trailers that we watch. Yeah, what do we got? Two trailers? We have three. Three. One is a very short one. That doesn't really show a whole hell of a lot. But, yeah, we will start with the Ready Player One trailer. Yeah, which we already kind of talked about a little bit, but um, not the actual trailer itself, really. So, <clears throat> what we see is this this guy, I don't even know his, his actual name, this kid. He's not a kid, he's kind of probably mid-20s. Early, early to early mid-20s. 20s. Yeah, okay, let's say 19 to 23. His parents are dead. <laughs> his parents are dead. I like how it starts, though. Like, cause he says his name at the beginning, and it should be easy to remember, because he's like, I was named that because it sounds like... Bruce the, Banner, or... Uh, it sounds like the alter ego of a superhero, like yeah. Peter Parker, Bruce Banner. It's like, well, I guess it doesn't, because I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't work very well. Um, But we see him, and yeah, he's totally just... He's got nothing, really, except for... uh, I think the world is run by, like, big corporations, so most of the world is poor. Yeah, most of the world is poor. So he lives in... It's a trailer park, but... I was going to say, like, with quotations, because it's like a trailer apartment. Yeah, they're like... uh, There's a trailer, and then, like, almost like... What would you call it? Scaffolding up, and yeah. then like another one, then more scaffolding, then another trailer, and it looked like the trailer park of the future. It was kind of weird, but kind of cool at the I same time. It. It's like it's futuristic, but it's still kind of moderny at the same time. Yeah, when you see something like that in futuristic movies, it's usually more big, like a big pile of yeah, trailers. Yeah. Kind of like um, I can't think of it. Like, it, was it just District Nine maybe or some shit? Yeah, the, I haven't. But it, it looks that's more, a good movie. I haven't watched yeah. it since it first came out. But this was just one, literally one trailer like stacked over another, and then one trailer over here with more stacked. Yeah, there's like quite it a few. Even, it did not look too sturdy. I'm just not that too out. sturdy at all. Like I said, that's why it looked like scaffold, like bamboo scaffolding. Chinese bamboo, very strong. I don't know. I wonder if something happened to the world too, because like he says, the best place to go is the Oasis, which is this virtual reality virtual world, world, essentially, yeah. Where everyone goes. And it looks crazy. There's like a main bar that you see. 
that he goes to at the beginning. There's like dancing. There's like a big club. Yeah. That there's... girl starts touching him, and he she's she's like, gonna be she's a main role in it. I'm pretty think? sure because she's the only one that's wearing like this very vibrant red dress. She touches him, and he can actually feel it. And you see, it it, it does like a flashback. Uh, back and forth she starts touching him and then it looks at him actually wearing the glasses and the the suit that he's got on and you can see her hands kind of digitally touching like, him like light it's yeah cool. yeah it was really weird and he's just like yeah i can feel that so obviously do it slower <laughs> do Go it a little south do it sexy oh god you're about to come in your pants in three two um but then we see that funky looking guy on a, the tv screen that everyone's watching and he's like if you are watching this I am dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that funny, like, <laughs> I'm voice. dead. And he's like, I created the Oasis, and I left an Easter egg for you to find, and it's literally an egg. Yeah, and I think it's it's an Easter egg, but there's a bunch of keys or something you have to find. My friend Mikey, who's read the book, has kind of explained it to me, but very quickly. Well, I'm sure it's some sort of, like, scavenger hunt type thing. Yeah, but you have to, like, know a lot about the Oasis, and know how to decode a bunch of stuff it's a lot of decoding i'm pretty sure um but if you find this egg you get half a trillion dollars yeah and control of the oasis which itself. is the oasis itself <laughs> yeah he's got a really he, strange voice i like it but it's just so funny uh, it's like something halloway and he's the creator of god i should we should really know this before, as we're talking about it but um what the names? Yeah, fuck that. No, it's not no, like we've like, seen the movie. The Halloween. He's he's a real person, and he actually the guy that creates the Oasis. Yeah, really. Yeah. I forget what he's actually created. Oh, but hmm. um, I'll I'll try and figure it out while we're talking here. But yeah, then you see all these big corporations that have like armies of people putting on like their VR masks and or headsets, and they're getting in like cop cars and motorcycles and going after this one kid who is. At the top of the like scoreboard, yeah, they're all like, just how like, is how the hell is this? he doing this? How is he getting so far with you know no one, no help or something like that? He must be getting help. And it's like an all-out war. And then you see that main guy. I think it, you did you see you didn't see Rogue One, but no. he's the one that's kind of like the bad guy in that in a way. Okay, and he looks really cool in this because at one point you see him in. Well, no, because you see him and his, like, corporation, they're actually going after the real him in real life, so I think he's going to, half the movie might be him running away, and there's a resistance that he finds, that girl, remember, she says, welcome to the resistance, or you found the resistance, or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the girl from the bar. It could be. And that's how she tracked him down. Right. And then, he is fucking there's that big race and you see the cars going everyone's just fucking brawling it looks awesome because you see so many characters in it too so james halliday an australian wine writer and critic winemaker and senior wine competition judge (laughs) you want to see a picture of him so he's not gonna create the oasis you want to see a picture of this guy it's not the guy that is in it look at those eyebrows bro oh wow those are some nice brows. <laughs> he's got like. Is that actually who he's based on? I, no? I I don't know. I haven't read the book. Oh. But because that's really random. Yeah, that's that's. This what guy comes made up. a whole <laughs> world on the internet, virtual reality. I don't know if they're actually basing it on him, but I looked it up and I was just like, James, he actually is a real guy, <laughs> and he's got some crazy, wacky, devil-horned eyebrows. But anyway, Easter eggs. 
Speaking of Easter eggs, ha 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 again, because huh? there's no uh, movie. Uh, In the race scene, we see the 66 Batmobile. He's driving the fucking Back to the Future DeLorean. Yeah. We see the speed, a speed racer car. We even see the A-Team van. And there's a bunch of others that I couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, the guy's name is Wade Watts. Ah. WW. Um, starting about... That is pretty easy to remember. Wade Watts. Yeah, he discovers that there's uh, three keys. I'm pretty sure it's three keys that are pointing to the Easter egg. So, yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt. That's cool. Yeah, it, it is going to be a pretty cool movie. I actually can't wait. I might have to read the book, too. We see a bunch of uh, Street Fighter characters. We see Blanca. Yeah. It's more of just a shadow, but in front of him we see Chun-Li. And then later on we see Saget, the boxer guy. The big boxer guy, from, like, yeah, 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 Street Fighter games. We see the Baccalaurea Cross. So there was a bunch of people that I was just like, I know that, but I, what? what? <laughs> well, it's very quick. You yeah. have to like pause each frame. Because we see Laura Croft. She's at the bar. We see King Kong, which is very obvious because it's the silhouette of the building. It's massive. Yeah. It's, it's King Kong. Uh, we see Battletoads, the part when the army's coming. Yeah, that's There's what it like is. There's like three Battletoads at the beginning. <clears throat> we see a <laughs> very quick clip of Batman, Arkham, Harley Quinn. Yeah, um, we see Star Wars. And we see the Joker um, dancing with her, too. Yeah, that's what it was. I think there was another clip of those, too. There's one part where everyone's, like, outside, like, battling, and we see Chucky fly through the air and, like, Was that what that kick. was? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Chucky's Yeah, there was so much. I only watched the trailer once before we actually started the podcast, so I didn't quite catch all the little things that you did. And then we also saw the Iron Giant, too. Like, there's the so Iron much The Iron Giant, yeah, what the fuck? I love it. There's so much shit. And I think there was a, like an Overwatch video game character in there and like a Gundam Wing character or some shit. I kind of recognize so them. Crazy. But, but it wasn't stuff I'm like into, but yeah. I recognize them. So I'm trying Just to put the name to it. Just pop culture stuff that you, re- you remember. And, you maybe, remember. and maybe there's those things in it and it's not what I was looking at. Now I just sound smart anyway. So Yeah. It's our podcast. You did it right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's right on this podcast. All right, next trailer we watched was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is the animated spider film, Spider-Man film, which has been in the making pretty much since Homecoming. Really, eh? Like, it was announced around there, if not before. And all that was really known was it was going to have Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Who's Miles Morales? In the Ultimate Spider-Man universe, Peter Parker eventually dies and Miles Morales becomes the new Spider-Man. Gotcha. And he's the one who's based off of that Glover guy from Community, who's in oh, Spider-Man. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think he even did the voice of him at one point on TV. Yes, okay, I remember listening to... This This was on like an old episode you talked yeah. about it, and I don't even know plays, if I was in this. He plays Miles, Miles Morales' uncle in Spider-Man Home. Right, right. Because when he mentions his nephew or whatever, that's who he's talking about. But what's cool about this is that it starts to tell us that it's going around the Spider-Verse storyline. Not really, because I think that was more of a Spider-Man story, but it's kind of bringing it to Miles Morales. And it looks like he might be talking to Peter Parker at the end it of the trailer. It looks like it, yeah. And he's like, well, how many of us are there? And I haven't read the Spider-Verse storyline yet, but... It's from 2014, and it's an event featured essentially that if that featured ev- like every Spider character to ever appear, plus new ones. So you had Peter Parker, Spider-Man, uh, 
Silk, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Girl, the Ultimate Spider-Man, which was Miles Morales, and I'm pretty sure there was more. Spider-Gwen is really cool, because in her, it's just like alternate universes, pretty much. Yeah. In her universe, Gwen Stacy survived, and Peter Parker was the one that died. Gotcha. So she took up the mantle of Spider-Man. Sweet. And her suit's cool. Cause it's I like, think I've seen it before. It's a white Spider-Man costume, but it has a hood on it, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen it. I, I love it. It looks badass. But I'm really looking forward to this movie, because the, the animation looks like it would be a DreamWorks movie or some shit. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, it's a weird combination. It looks kind of like, like DreamWorks, but like... Like Wreck-It Ralph type. But almost like Boondocks at the same time. Yeah, like like the background, it's almost that weird three D. Like when he jumps off. We talked off the, about with like the depth and all that kind of stuff. It looks good though. Like usually I don't like that, but this actually looks pretty good. Cause the yeah. first two seconds of the trailer, you were like an- another Spider Man movie already. You didn't even know it was animated. That's, that's true. I'm just like his legs look really skinny. <laughs> and then finally, it did like the pan shot, and you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, he's got these fucking old school like Air Jordans on, and he jumps off the building at the beginning. And I like when he's falling. It doesn't show it with the buildings like right side up. It does it upside down. Like it, yeah, and it's weird because it actually it, it feels like you're falling for a second. Yeah. It's cool. And it doesn't really show too much of what's going on though. We do see no. a quick. We, he, it looks like he's chasing some sort of purple Spider-Man or something, but I think that might be a villain that I'm not. It's some sort with. of villain, yeah. But it, it didn't show us a hell of a lot to kind of say, "Hey, it's that person." Yeah, it was. It's a very short trailer, but it, we do get a short shot of uh, him and what could be Peter Parker sitting on a bench at a subway, which is weird and cool at the same time. So the beginning of the trailer as well, he's looking at a gravestone. Yeah. And there's a shadow hanging over it, so you don't see both names, but it's PP. Gotcha. PP. PP. All right, last trailer, very quick trailer. Doesn't really show us shit, but it kind of tells us what's going on this season. Is Jessica Jones season two, and it just looks like she's basically back to her old private eye. She's private eye. Antics. She's taking pictures, and she's trying not to get not a fan heat on. I don't know. It just. That was one of my favorites, too. I, I watched, like, maybe half the season. It just didn't draw me like Daredevil did. It just didn't have the same kind of action to it. It is a little slower, but it gets so much better by the end. And the final, like, battle, I guess, of wits, almost. It's just like, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. But, yeah, yeah anyway. I don't know. This this trailer didn't show a lot. But it seems like, sound, it, it sounds like she's just trying to figure out how she became what she is. I guess so, yeah, but then she says, like, oh, but I've already killed somebody, so it's like she's trying to well, I don't. She might be talk- or... She might be talking about the person she killed when she was with the purple dude. I don't know. Because that's one of the things that, she w- that he was making her do for him, was kill people she didn't want to kill. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think that's when she broke the psychic connection, was when she was supposed to kill someone, but at that point she had she already, already killed, killed someone. Them, yeah. So I don't know if it's talking about that or if there's something new. Because at one point, too, you see her getting arrested. Like, it's a very quick shot. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. And, yeah, very quick. Yeah. Very quick. Well, you're looking forward to it, so. I am. Shall we move on to some promo breakage? And then we'll do our spotlight review on The Truman Show. Thank you to the fine folks of Twitter for voting on that. Well, yeah, we didn't really expect that movie out of the the it, other movies that we put on there. I don't, so. I, I don't have the... The data, the notes, of the, of the, the final numbers. Yes, but it won by quite a bit. Was it a landslide? It was a landslide. Wow. Landslide. 
You don't need to sing it for us. That's fine. I don't have to anymore. <laughs> I already did. No, but yes, we shall be right back after this promo break. Right, Allie? Oh, yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> Cream of the crop. That's what it is. Hi, I'm Mark James from the popular Poop Culture Podcast. I'm here today to talk to you about a serious matter millions of Americans struggle with each and every day. Do you suffer from a moderate to severe disinterest in life? Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with social perplexia, a general knowledge deficiency? Then Poop Culture, with all the snatch them in, may be right for you. The Poop Culture Podcast gives you your minimum daily required allowance of popular culture, comedy, and general tomfoolery. Please operate heavy machinery while listening to Poop Culture. If you achieve an erection lasting more than four hours, then good for you. Side effects may include, but are not limited to, nausea, diarrhea, general sense of euphoria, hallucinations, side and stomach cramps, social gaping, anal leakage, and dry mouth. Listen to the Poop Culture podcast and gain the confidence you need to relate to people once again. No need to ask your doctor because Poop Culture is right for you. Poop culture, yeah, it's a poop culture. In a world where so many podcasts offer TV and movie news, along comes another one filled to the brim with podcasty goodness that is only slightly better at best. Admit it, you're always looking for a new brand of meaningless movie nonsense in your podcast diet. Look for the 365 Flicks podcast on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and all good third-party podcast apps. You can also swing by the Facebook page. Come join in on the adventures of Kev, a pissy ex-video star clerk. And Chris, a Scottish Whedon Hall. We're your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. We bring you all the latest TV and movie news reviews and general geeky rants. As well as a bunch of top fives that you really won't care about. So whether you're Team Iron Man or Team Cap, you're Team Batman or Team Superman, drop on by the 365 Flex Podcast, where the Chris vs. Kev Civil War never stops. This is the podcast you're looking for. Comments are still headed. What else is on? Yeah, let's do what else is Coming to you now from the largest studio ever constructed, it's the Truman Show! Yeah! Good morning! Good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> what if? No scripts, no cue cards. Morning, Spencer! How's it going? What if you were watched every moment of your life? How many cameras you got there in that town? 5,000. I believe Truman is the first child to have been legally adopted by a corporation. That's correct. Brilliant. What if everyone you knew was pretending? Hi, honey. Look what I got at the checkout. Dishwasher safe. <laughs> That's amazing. What if your world was make-believe? Cue the sun. While the world he inhabits is counterfeit. I'm not allowed to talk to you. That's how I look. Not your type. There's nothing fake about Truman himself. What if you didn't know it until now? A lot of strange things have been happening. Stand by ring cam. Is he looking at us? Does he think he knows? I think I'm mixed up in something. Something big. We accept the reality with which we're presented. Everybody's pretending, Truman. Get out of here. Come and find me. Truman? Truman! Truman!
happen? No. Mm-hmm. You may find yourself in another part of the world. It's like the whole world revolves around me. Everybody seems to be in on it. I'm going away for a while. You may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. You may ask yourself, how did I get here? I'm not in on it, Truman, because the last thing that I would ever do is lie to you. Fade up music. That's our hero shot. Find him. Truman, where are you going? You can tell us. How do we stop him? Give me some lightning. Is that the best you can do? Come transmission. I like your pen. I was wondering that myself. Jim Carrey. The Truman Show. Watch what happens. Welcome back. Welcome to... back indeed. I'm sorry to cut you off, but Ooh. I am gonna welcome us back. Hello, listeners. Hi. Um, um, I hope you enjoyed that uh, Truman Show trailer that we just played for you. Yes, that is what is on our Spotlight Review. That is, is the Spotlight Review. It is our Spotlight Review. It is. And thank you for picking it because we, I decided to do either Truman Show or The Mask, I believe. Yeah. And you chose Ace Ventura and The Grinch. I did. And I really thought people would go for the Grinch. I was kind of pulling for the Grinch, being our uh, kind of around the Christmas season. But you know, you guys want what you want, and it like tis the season to not be very Christmassy, I guess. <laughs> but this movie is not controversial, but it's very I don't know the word like artsy in a way. It's very artsy. It kind of opened your mind a little bit. I know when I first saw this movie, sort of looking at little things differently, just like. What if we're all on a fucking TV show? What the fuck's going on right now? Like, well, it was going to be part of the <laughs> random facts, but the years following this movie, um, people were starting to actually go to psychiatrists and start saying, like, I'm, I'm feeling this shit. Really? And the one thing that they all had in common is they brought up the fact that they saw the movie <laughs> so this movie like started a new kind of like psychosis yeah like they're all it's a little trauma, the trauma I, I feel it sometimes when when stuff just I, not really even i guess falls into place or just happens in a weird way where you're just like okay i don't know am i getting punked here where's cutcher this shit's scripted right now yeah right so, released on June 5th, 1998, and directed by Peter Weir, who did Dead Poet Society and Master and Commander and a few others, but those are the ones I know of. Uh, it stars Jim Carrey, yep. Laura Linney, Ed Harris, Noah Emmerich, Natasha Mc... McElhone, Brian DeLate, and Holland Taylor. You did well on those names. It's a good cast. <laughs> and they all did very well in the movie, except... I'm not a big fan of the wife. No, but she had a hard role to play. She's playing, like, a fake wife, but also trying to stick to a script, but try and show real emotion. Although it's one of those characters where you kind of wonder, am I not supposed to like her? Yeah. Because she is supposed to be over the top, and at times you're just like, oh, Truman, just, like, fucking... Don't hit her, but, you know, like... <laughs> Smack a bitch. Get, get rid of her, man. Like, she's obviously, like... Because she doesn't ever take his side. She's always just, like, the one trying to push over the fact that this isn't a show. No, but we'll it, get there. It, Sorry, because yeah. we got the synopsis. The synopsis. Oh, it's a bit of a long one. I will try and get through it. Big breath. I'm going to do some Big inward breast. singing. 
That's a Tenacious D reference. That's a Tenacious D reference. I like it. I like it. Truman Burbank is the biggest TV star on planet Earth, only he doesn't know it. Yet. Truman was born into a life and world made just for him, a giant dome that houses the small island town of Seahaven, which is really a giant TV set with thousands of tiny cameras set up all over the town, and the ability to mimic weather, the sky, and temperature of the real world. The dome is run by a massive staff hidden just beyond its barriers and managed by the director, Christoph. Christoph. Good name. Yeah. You don't hear it very often. Artsy. Sounds like a James Bond villain. I'm Christoph. Hello, Mr. Bond. <laughs> I'm Christoph. What's your last name? I have none. I am like Madonna. <laughs> and Seal. And Seal. Seal. Yeah. <laughs> But when Truman witnesses a studio light falling out of the sky and crashing right by him, he starts to second-guess his reality. More strange occurrences start to happen over the next few days, such as Truman running into a homeless man who turns out to be his father, who drowned while boating with Truman when he was young, seeing the studio rush to put an elevator back together as Truman is about to enter. That was a trippy scene. That was one of my favorite parts, actually. It was so funny how they tried to, like, Oh, yeah, we're not here. It's an illusion. How we mentioned his wife acting more and more strange and over-the-top and annoying, and the radio broadcasting his every movement. It's really creepy. Right? And it seems like everyone is trying to stop Truman from traveling to Fiji, a trip he's wanted to go on since he was in college. So one night, Truman retreats to the basement of his home where he begins to look through an old trunk filled with his personal mem mementos. He spies a red sweater with a white pin that says, How will it end? Uh, his memories bring him back to college where he and Marlon are in the homecoming band. Marlon is his best friend. Truman has his eye on an attractive young woman across the courtyard, but is distracted when Meryl, his future wife, shows up. One evening when he is in the library studying, he looks up and sees the young woman from the courtyard, whom he'd been admiring. The two run away to the beach where she tries to tell him that his life is all a lie, he's on TV, all that shit, and Truman's like, Wah. Yeah, tries to spill the beans. And a man drags her away in his car, claiming to be her father and that she's delusional and they're moving to... Fiji. Yeah, but she does this to all her boyfriends. She brings them down here. Yeah, and we're moving to Fiji. Weird, yeah. Truman finally decides that he's booking a trip to Fiji once and for all, but when he tries to book a flight, he finds out there are none. When he tries to take a bus, they all break down. Truman snaps, and when his wife gets home, he takes her on a car ride, showing her that some kind of force is preventing him from leaving the island. Finally, Truman drives over the only bridge in town, only to be stopped by men in hazmat suits, claiming there's a meltdown at the power plant. They return home, and Truman snaps when his wife starts talking like she's in a commercial. This pushes Truman over the edge, like you heard in the little clip at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Trying to slip in those advertisements is hilarious. So There's a couple of that. I like that. From what everyone can see, Truman has returned to his day-to-day -day life until one night he looks to be cleaning his basement and taking a nap, when in fact, he's escaped without being seen and is on his way to leave the island via boat. This puts everyone in a panic as the entire cast of the show go out looking for him. When Kristoff finally finds him at sea, he attempts to scare Truman back to shore, even coming close to killing him, but Truman finds the wall of the dome and follows it to a door where he finally is free to live a real life in the real world. To find Fiji! On the exact and opposite side of the world. In case I don't see ya, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Strange little smile. Best little Jim Carrey smile. Random fact, the original script was darker and had crucial differences from the shooting draft. The city was not a utopian society, but there were staged criminal incidents. And when... Hmm, that would have been interesting. Instead of making it like this perfect little world. Well, yeah, when Peter Weir came on board, he wanted to change it and put more of a 
human element, more of a human element into it and make it more funny. Yeah. And I think Jim Carrey fits perfect. I like the way that he is such a nice guy to the point it's, where he he doesn't get pushed around, but he just kind of lives. Yeah, he just kind of lets... pushed. Yeah, exactly. He just... He, he's not a dumb guy by any means, but he just seems like you're very normal, doesn't do anything over the top. He's an insurance salesman or something some like shit. that yeah he's just, just li- like lives a, desk a very job. desk job mundane normal does normal the same life. shit every morning goes to the newspaper stand oh yeah. hey truman oh that and they do the little exchange same and the exchange two, every day the two twins that you mentioned before we were recording push them against that billboard the the fried chicken side and even when we see that part, Truman Ooh, looks like me. he's just like, oh yeah, hey, like... Yeah, he's, he's kind of freaked out cause just by the way they kind of manhandle him, but then just like, all right, guys, you think about it, I'll uh, send the forums over, something like that, you know? And it's the scenes are really well done, too, when all the cast members are walking like in unison and yeah. shit, and like acting. Where everybody stops because that high-pitched frequency goes out, and everyone's so just like, creepy. oh! So creepy. It's like a big giant flash dance. It's really weird. The Trumania bit where Truman draws on the mirror with soap and acts strange was completely improvised. <laughs> and in another take, Jim Carrey drew long curly hair in a dress. Really? Yeah. That's I want a get, funny scene. I really want to get this on Blu-ray just to see if that's yeah, on there. They, like a blooper special, reel. Yeah, that'd be funny. Every street name in Sea Haven rever- refers to a movie actor, which is cool. Jim didn't Carrey. Know, sorry. Yeah, I didn't either. Oh. I just saw that online. Jim Carrey was Peter Weir's first choice to play Truman, and the director even held off filming because Jim Carrey was busy with The Cable Guy and Liar Liar. Yeah, it was a very, very busy year for him. Just like the year before, too. This was like the... 97, 98 was his, yeah. Well, even when he started from like, what was it, 94 when he did like four movies in a year? It was Uh, 95. Whatever year it was, from there till like 97, 98, he was just like the movie. Yeah. After movie. And even after that, when he started doing, like, the scary 23, 23 or whatever, and he was doing, like, a lot of random, just all over the place movies, he was always going. Uh, last but not least, Andrew Nicole rewrote the script 12 times while Peter Weir created Holy a fictionalized fuck. book about the show's history. He envisioned backstories for the characters and encouraged actors to do the same. A lot of thought went into this movie. That's, well, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a movie that it's not bad to go really deep with because it is based on a TV show that's happening live that the guy doesn't know what's happening. So. And I I like that we see the audience watching the show, seeing the reactions, seeing the same kind of you know ten people over and over again. It's really funny. They got the old couple. That uh, they've got like the pillow with his face stitched on it. The dude that's in the bathtub. Well, when we were we were just finishing the very end scene when they're all watching it and everyone's like crying and yeah. shit. And you were kind of laughing it off and saying like, "What a world" or some shit. Yeah. That's very much like our world. That's pretty much the Kardashians, except they <laughs> use our world as the dome and they know they're on TV. Yeah. But so many people watch them like that too, and yeah, like follow no, them, and like, oh my god, they're getting married. But just like even watching this guy's magazine, since, but yes, yeah, he so was a baby. Yeah, it starts. It's actually just, him. Just before he's born, and you see his birth. I'm pretty sure in the movie they say it's his the first live birth on national TV or some shit. And Jim Carrey's perfect for the role, man. He just plays it so well because he's. He's almost awkward at first, and then he just He's snaps. awkward. He d- this was when he was in his prime, because you could see his his uh, character development through the whole thing. 
him becoming kind of smart to it, but still not understanding. I like how he, he kind of brushes it off at first too. Like when the light falls, he's just like, and then he's the listening hell? on the radio, just Things like, oh, a random sat or a random piece of an aircraft fell off. Luckily, yeah. didn't hit anybody. <laughs> Any little event that happens, right, when he turns on that radio, it's something tell, telling him, just like, no, stay here, this is the best place in the world to live. Oh, don't worry about that, because this just happened. Blah, blah, and, blah, 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 blah. And that's why they kill his father off in the boating accident that he's on. Yeah. Because it scares him away from trying to leave the island. There's the bridge that's been under construction for, I would assume, a long time. A long time, but then at the, at the beginning, you do see him try to take the ferry and or like a boat ride and get off the island because well, the guy asked him he's just like do you want to just a single or a return trip he's like return and then he makes it halfway down the dock and just starts freaking out he sees that boat that's yeah. in the water which is put place there. put there to to scare him and he starts having like a flashback yeah, and, and he starts just, grabbing the rail and like yeah and holding on to like are you okay oh you guys go on without me i'll catch the next one and his best friend, apparently there's a scene when all the townsfolk are looking for him, and he actually finds him, but lets him go, because he's actually become, like, his best friend, in a way. Yeah, and I don't know, his, his character I was kind of back and forth on, I, maybe it was just the guy that played him, I just didn't feel, like, he I felt liked too him. TV. Well, that's the thing, it, to me, he kind of seemed like he was conflicted. Because he knows, like, if you're working with this guy, obviously it's a job, but then he's figuring out what's going on. Like, you're going to start feeling sorry for him, especially if you've been his best friend since, like, right. high school. Yeah, exactly. For, like, at least ten years. And then if he's figuring it out, like, why do you want to trick him? Like, that's pushing it beyond, like, what you're doing to this person is already fucked up. Yeah, exactly. But that pushing them into the... Mental abuse. Yeah, <laughs> but now pushing it on them that, yes, this is real, like, stay in here, yeah. stop trying to get yeah. out, like... That's like really evil. Yeah. So I kind of like how that would have happened, because it would have shown more people being sympathetic with him. Because the girl he sees in college that he goes to the beach with, yeah, she becomes like a rebel. Because obviously she was an actress at one an point, actress, and then yeah. she goes against the grain and tries to tell him what's well, going yeah, she on. She realizes just like this is really fucked up. This this person has just spent their whole life in a bubble. You gotta get out. You gotta get out, Fiji, Fiji. And she even calls in. She talks to Kristoff. Yeah. And throughout the movie, we see Truman cutting out pictures from magazines and putting them together to make a face, and he's trying to remember her face. Yeah. Yeah, and he's sitting there just like, oh, kind of cough and rip the, the, the magazine apart at the same time. So good. Yeah. Ed Harris was good as Kristoff, this little backwards hat, his very backwards hat director, his, all black. Yeah, and his headset. Piece. Yeah, his headset. And now he talks to Truman at the very end, almost like he's God. Yeah, like, exactly. Talking like in the guy. voice of God, kind of talking like, I am your creator. I love how he assumes that Truman is going to say, like, stay, sorry, like, yeah. after everything he says. Like, every time Truman turns around, he's like, we'll, we'll say something, come on. What? Well, I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. He yeah, does his final bow, bow and steps into the unknown. But then the girl from college runs out of her apartment to go meet him. This is the first time... This is like the only part of the movie that bothers me. This is the first time he's going out into the real world. Where the hell is he going to go? Maybe, well, she knows where the actual set is. Dude, he'd be famous. But, oh yeah, he would be. Hi, I'd like my royalties from the last fucking 
I believe I like everything that's coming to me, please. Because they say what day it is. The film starts like the TV show. Yeah. Like an episode, because it says like day 300,000 and something or whatever. Yeah. And then we get into it, and it actually ends the same way. We see, well, sort of, we see all the people that have been watching the TV, and they flip the channels, and like, you want to watch something well, let's else? Let's see what else yeah, is Yeah, sure, and then they just turn the TV off, which is, I like that, because the movie is just a, a real-life TV show. Yep. Uh, anything else? I thought the set design was really well done. Apparently, some of it was CGI, and if that's true... Oh, no, I thought it looked really cool, and like I said, one of my favorite parts is just the at the beginning and him slowly starting to see things that don't add up, like the elevator where the girl's just trying to act, and she goes, pushes the button, and gets on the elevator and tries to act like the wall's still there. I think it's like people are doing something like construction, or there's like a food table, but they just notice it, and they're like, oh, it's the, like, the quote-unquote security that's there. And they uh, they freak out, and they just like come with the doors, he's it, like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, Jim is not supposed to be here, he's not supposed to be here. Uh, How weird is that, having your entire, like, day-by-day, footstep-by-footstep kind of predetermined? Well, when he hears himself, like, or what he's doing on the radio, yeah. holy shit, that would poop a bit. So uh, fucked up. That would be some scary shit. Anything else? Uh, the music was really well done too. It's all just like classical orchestra music. Yeah, and it all carries with each scene really well. The build up and the uh, especially the end because it's almost like this beautiful music. It's yeah, like it's a very touching, wall. touching scene. Pun intended. Him touching the wall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I saw what you did there. Uh, no, that was, it was a really good movie. It was, it was a different, uh, Jim Carrey than I was used to seeing, especially at the time, because I was still pretty young. I and believe this was his first serious role, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and no, it was a I, damn good first movie. I really enjoyed this movie, and again, we're reviewing movies that we in, really enjoy, so... Well, this one they chose, so that's, that's I like that. That's true, that's true. I, I think any of the four that you guys chose would have been awesome. Yeah, it's true. I just didn't want to point that out. I'm sure they would have figured that out. They're a yeah, smart crowd. They're a good crowd. Uh, let's rate this motherfucker. Um, ho, ho, ho. You give me your rating first this time. All right. Well, first and foremost, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 94%. Wow. IMDb gives it an 8.1 out of 10. And I'd probably have to give it like a 9 out of 10 probably. Give it a 9 out of 10? I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 as well. Um, it was a solid movie. It was totally different than, uh, you know, the Ace Ventura's, the Mass, the Dumb and Dumbers. Um, it even was, just compared to all movies, it's a really cool idea. It, it was a really cool idea that I, I don't think anyone else has really done, like to this extent. I don't really know. Uh, I could be wrong. At least movie wise, I believe it's based on an, a book. That wouldn't surprise me. But no, it was really, really well done. They they put this guy into a world where he was the main star, had no fucking clue about it. The entire rest of the world is watching him, and he has no idea. And then you're finding out at, like, what age? Almost 40? The guy sitting in his bathtub watching it? Yes, yes, just smashing the hell out of the water. Man, if he's sitting in that bathtub the length of the movie, he'd be fucking Dude, he's shriveled a up. He's a raisin, yeah. I shrivel up in, like... Five minutes from in the shower, and it's just like, like hopefully it's different scenes, a, a different a uh, different bath towel sitting there. <laughs> well, if it's real time, isn't it like a a few days? It, so it oh, needs, at least okay. So I get it. So whenever the show is on, 
But isn't it a 24-hour show? Isn't that what they say? It's a 24-7 show? Yeah, I think so. I was gonna People say, just may- put it on in the background. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe he just takes a bath whenever he watches the show, but I'm pretty sure it's always going, so he'd always be in the bathtub. <laughs> By the end of the movie, you should just see a raisin floating. <laughs> just no one left in the bathtub. <laughs> All right. That, that was good. Thank you for choosing that. I don't know what the movie will be next year, because this is the last episode of the year, but we are moving on. Oh, shit. What that music means. Today, the top five the boys are going over is the top five movies of 2017. I kind of screwed that intro up. I didn't notice anything. He's letting us down, boys. You should bring me back for the new year. Down, down, down. Keep me awake. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll be back for the new year. We'll see. We'll see. Or maybe someone new will show up. We we never know. It's a new year. It is. All right, so top five movies of 2017. And like I said, I watched quite a few more movies than I thought this year. I'm actually going to tell you all the movies I watched. Wonder Woman, It, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man, Lego Batman, John Wick 2, Kong Skull Island, Split, Power Rangers, Alien Covenant, 47 Meters Down, The Babysitter. The Babysitter. (laughs) Curse of Chucky, 1922, and Gerald's Game. Well done. And there's probably a couple more. You never know. But, yes, let's get into it. Did you want to start or did you want me to start? No, you can start. All right, my number five. uh, I couldn't choose between the two, and I guess I should have to choose now. I guess so. It's between Batman, or Lego Batman, and Curse of Chucky, and I'm going to have to go with Lego Batman because it was fucking funny. Ooh, yeah, Lego Batman. Good call. That was my number five as well. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Nice. Yeah. Um, just great movie. I love all the Easter eggs that were in it. It was just overall hilarious. There was so much of a... It was a kid's movie, but there was enough adult humor in it that it, it's not like it was dirty or anything, but it was still... In there, it was almost like an Austin Powers movie. Yeah, it was like old school, quote unquote, kids movies. Like back in the day when we grew up now, we watched them and it's like, oh, that's why my parents yeah, laughed at yeah. that part. And I was like, huh? There's that reference. Yeah. <laughs> so it was cool. The uh, The only thing that I found weird, but I get why it was there, is a, more of a kid's movie. Just all the the bad guys, quote unquote, when they, they opened up the, uh, what's it called? Arkham Asylum? No, no, no. The... Uh, Oh, Superman the, jail. <laughs> it's not like the dead zone or the fuck quantum zone. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Um, yeah, just you don't like was, all those bad guys. It was just kind of it was really random. I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw it, I wasn't a big fan of that. Cause I thought the final showdown was gonna be a shit ton of Batman villains. Yeah, and they were just kind of pushed aside. For, like, Voldemort. But once you get over it, it's still pretty good. Oh, no, it's really good. No, I'm just saying it was just really random that that's kind of the way they went with it. Zach Galifianakis did an actually good job on the Joker, which was surprising when I heard that he was doing it. I was like... I know, it's just like, I I gotta rewatch it because it doesn't sound like him whatsoever. I knew it was him before the movie, so when I knew, like, when I heard it was him, I was like, that's... I can't picture that. And then when I heard it, it was just like, wow, that's actually pretty decent. (laughs) I couldn't see him as a live-action Joker. No. No, not so much. <laughs> Good With number five. Satchel. All right, so should I just move on to my number four then? Do your number four. 
All right, my number four is Logan. Ooh, good call. Great movie. It was a good um, movie. Unfortunately, it was Hugh Jackman's last one, and... He's been doing it for a very, very long time, and it's funny, when he first got the role, he was going to take the role no matter what it was, because he didn't have any other job at the time, So, but his wife was reading it with him, like going over the lines, and she's just like, you've just been at the Royal, uh, Royal London Theatre, I don't know the actual theatre name, if you're from London, you can tell me the actual name of the theatre, you've just been at the Royal London Theatre, and now you're going to be doing this, uh... Logan steps into a room and is is aggressive and his his claws come out sixth, which would be like the claws coming out. She she threw it down on the table and said, "You're on your own with this one." It's just like the only time she's ever been wrong in eighteen years or something like that. That's hilarious, and so, it's funny because in the first one he's so small, he's not jacked. No, no. he's not Hugh Jackman at Hugh all. Hugh Jackman at all? No, he he's a big man. He, but in he's Logan, the, he's Hugh Jackman. He's the perfect person to play that role. I couldn't see anybody else playing it. He's just got the perfect, uh, you know, the build for it, the face for it, the head. He should be shorter, but that's here or there. I don't know. He's really in the in the comics. He's like four feet tall. Oh really? Yeah. Four feet? He's tiny, like four foot something. Okay, like well, yeah, no, that just that, that that wouldn't work as an action. Hero. I know that's just it. Like I'm Wolverine. That, that's why <laughs> I don't really complain about it because it would look funny if he was like hitting on Jean Grey, but like his nose was up to her nipples. Yeah, yeah like a tiny little leprechaun. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the worst Wolverine yeah. impression ever. Look at all these muscles, and I don't know what to do with them. I'm four foot tall. Uh, that's good shit. But I did like how the first movie we see him first in Canada because he's supposed to be Canadian. In the comic book world. Yeah, it's nice. They do a little nod to that. But Logan, I loved it because it was raunchy and it was dark and it was sad and it made you... Pulled on your heartstrings. A and little bit, yeah. You got to see... What's her name? It X, was surprising. X-23. No. X-23 was bitching. Yeah, yeah she and was crazy. I'm not going to lie. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Shut your ear holes. Three, two, when that one. X-24 comes in and just like puts his hand over Professor X and just... Just slowly released. Oh, did he do it slowly like, or did it just like no? It, it was quick. Was it? But just his his eyes open yeah. and he can't talk and I'm just like what? no, nay nay, <laughs> professor. But yeah, so sad but so good, and it was a good movie to go out on. Yeah, it was. All right, what's your number four? John Wick two. All right, that's a good. That was on my runner up. Was it? I love how that movie ends. Holy shit, that was the best part of the movie. Well, why don't you say how it ends? Spoiler alert, three, two, one. Well, basically, during the movie, he goes against the rules of the... What's it called again? I can't remember, the, like the League or something like that. And, because there's these... It's not the League, but it's something like that. The... Uh, okay, uh, the Continental. That's what it is. So, the Continental is this place where all the spies and assassins and all that shit... Not spies, but assassins and shit go... And there are rules that you can't kill anyone there, all this shit. You can't call out hits on each other. And there's, like, gold currency, whatever. Yeah, but he the, breaks the, one of these the rules. The weird gold currency and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he breaks one of these rules. So at the end, his good friend, the owner, is like, you know, I've got to, I've got to put out a hit on you. And he's like, well, you've you got to do what you, you got to do. Gotta do. I'll take all of you out yeah. pretty much. And he's like, all right, well, I'm giving you, I think, I think it's an hour or two hours or some shit. So he's like, okay, and this is when he's done with the movie, right? Yeah. So he's like, he's I totally... think he's shot in the leg or stabbed in the leg or something because he's like limping. 
So he's he's slowly limping away, and you just see like the homeless guy and the girl walking her baby and the baby and well not the actual baby, <laughs> but, like everyone he's walking by is just pulling out this phone their phone and getting this message and with a timer yeah. like time to kill him you're gonna kill this guy and yep. they all look up at him and he's just like uh, oh okay that was fast and he starts like limping faster and so good the next movie so is good. just gonna be epic yeah no this movie just literally leaves off with the first movie finishes and just it's about his car this time and instead <laughs> of his dog the last time yeah cause if they killed another dog that would oh, just, yeah. I'd be like dude don't get another one <laughs> you gotta learn your lesson here kill I'd... everybody first and then get a dog no cause other people would come after <laughs> that's what I'm saying like if he got another dog after a second dog kill he'd be killing the dogs cause yeah. he, w- he knows what's gonna happen yeah, no, this movie was great. Keanu Reeves is the man. Lots of action, lots of gunplay, His lots movements. of fighting. Yeah, he, he trained so hard for these movies. He does a trick with the shotgun at one point. I forget what it is, but it's fucking <laughs> badass. Yeah, I'm going to Because it's really this. quick, so I think one of his arms is, like, bummed out or some shit, so he's holding it weird, and he just, the way he, like... Yeah, I think his shoulder's, like, dislocated or something like that. And, like... He put a lot of effort into these movies, oh, and yeah. it, it really shows. I fucking love Keanu Reeves. I remember back in the day when everyone would make fun of him. He's like, oh, he's just the fucking surfer Bill and Ted guy that does, like, yeah, whatever. It's like, nah. He's, no, he's the man right he now. He is the man. He's been the man for since fucking Bill and Ted. All right, so number three. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, that was mine, too. Number three? Yep. Ooh, nice. I believe that deserves a little clap. Yep. Because that's the second one that it we're... It is. We're doing good. Right. Probably one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. I'm still a big fan of the big Sam Raimi films, except for the third one. Yeah. And I actually really enjoy The Amazing Spider-Man, but this one just feels like the Spider-Man I remember growing up with. Yeah. Like, young, fucking new at what he's doing. Because I remember I grew up with the Spider-Man show, and that started right from the beginning. And, Which is where you want it to start. <laughs> and it just has a little bit of freshness to it, too. Like, this, uh, the AI that's in a suit and shit. Which I didn't think I was going to like, but I actually enjoy it. It's actually it. really... It, it works perfectly, to be honest. Like, it's... I know how he puts the uh, the, the training wheels program on it. Which was kind of cool. It's very basic, and that's how I'd really want it to be at the very beginning. And, and I love when he turns it off, and then is just not... Pr- He's not fucking prepared totally for not it. prepared for the suit's There's actual like, capabilities. What is it like five thousand and something? No, five hundred and sixty-three something like that. It, it was five hundred something. Five hundred and sixty-three web combinations. Like, like, holy what? hell! Oh, do you need to go back and go to your activating insta kill? No, no, no turn no, off no. insta kill. His eyes. That's so cool. They go all black with just the <laughs> Tiny red little dots. dots. And just the way it kind of pokes fun at Spider-Man, too. Like, he runs to the field, and he just... He actually squirts the webs. And he's just like, oh, shit. He's just, like, running through the... I think it's a golf course. Or a field of some sort. Yeah, it's either a golf course or just a... uh, And he's running through the backyards. Very Ferris Bueller. Exactly like Ferris Bueller. And I'm pretty sure... Is it Ferris Bueller that you see on one of the TVs? They're watching a movie in one of the backyards. I'm pretty sure it is I'm pretty sure it's the same scene. This is what we're copying. Look, right here. (laughs) Well, they did the same scene in Kick-Ass 2 as well. Well, in Deadpool. Not the same scene, but they did the Ferris Bueller. Well, at the end of the movie, yeah. Yeah, but they even said that they're going to make this movie in kind of the spirit of a John Hughes film. And they did. And they did, yeah. It's got that, like, family feel to it. 
Yeah, and he, like, we're freaking almost 30 years old. We went and watched it, and there was, you know, little kids there. There was people older, older than us there, and everyone seemed to enjoy it, so. And you can't mention this movie without mentioning Michael Keaton, because he was a badass fucking yeah, villain. Yeah, he was, he was really good. Um, the Vulture? Oh! The only thing that annoyed me was how close the head, like, Tony Stark's headquarters was to, excuse me, the Vulture's headquarters. Yeah, but it the vulture could have. He might have done that on purpose. He might have scouted out a place to put his headquarters so that they could steal shit easier. I guess so. But I liked how that all came together in the end, but it didn't involve Iron Man in the final scene. And it was more. No, he, yeah, no. Iron Man did stay. Like, he made his appearances, but it was very much in the background and over the phone and cutscenes. Peter just needed a, like, father figure to kind of teach him lessons, and I think it worked well. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't put him in too much, because I'm not a huge fan of Iron Man. He's w- one of my lesser favorite Marvel heroes of the I, MCU. I enjoy him, but too much of him is just... It's too much. So, yeah, like, pepper him in. Uh, pepper pots him in. And, uh... Hey, see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing good tonight, yeah. Eh? Yeah. Um, no, it was really well done. Happy was... Happy, I like his character. <sighs> so funny. Because he's like a big brother figure to yeah. Peter. Because he gets in trouble. Like, he gets in trouble from Tony Stark. Exactly. He's like, Peter, can I talk to you for a minute? You stay back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was number three. That was your number there. three. Hopefully where the reception isn't so good. <laughs> Number two? Number two? Number two? It's your number two. It. Oh, I thought that was going to be your number one. No. Oh. It might be my number one, depending on how my number one goes. Oh, it's my number two as well. Oh, shit, look at that. Yeah, we're doing so well because we've seen the exact same movies this year, apparently. Yeah, Yeah, we've seen similar movies, but our movie taste is very similar, so... Yeah, you like your war movies and shit, though. That's why Dunkirk is on my runner-up as a and movie then, I have still yet to see, because I'm very mad at myself for not going to see it while it was in movie theaters, and I haven't been able to see it online yet. See, it's funny, because you like movies that are based on, like, real-world events, slash true stories, yeah. slash, like, war stuff. Yeah. And I like the complete opposite. I like my fantasy and my horror. <laughs> and, like, it's true. I don't want to be reminded of the real world. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's no. not actually how I think. I just war movies just never grabbed me. Some of them like I just, are fun to watch, but some I of them are just the like war movie just because you know with the ones that are based on true stuff. Just like the people actually went through this shit, and you know I like that's... watching them once, almost like a documentary type thing. Yeah, like oh that it was good, but then it's I, I just don't have like a Fury. Desire have to... you watched Fury? No. Oh, just like one tank that it's following through through this war and these couple these couple tank battles that they go through, it's fucking intense, man. Intense. It is. I think I've got that on Blu-ray. I'll, I'll let you borrow that one. Oh, Blu-ray. So you know it's, it's gonna look good. No, I just mean no you'll 4K. actually I'll bring it over and actually put it in there myself, so you'll actually watch it. Yeah. All right. So wait, that was not that was our number two. It was your number two too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's right, you just said that. We're so, not going to have the same number one. No, I know, because my number one... No? You ready for this? I am. Star Wars The Last Jedi. But you haven't seen it. I know, but I know it's... I know, I know. It's going to be my favorite film of the year. That is literally coming out tonight. It's like a pre-screening tonight. Is, it's, it, is it tonight? I'm sorry, but Thursday is opening night. 
You just can't. It's literally opening night because you can't go during the day. It yeah. like starts like at the night. last showing <laughs> of the night. Yeah, it's like midnight almost that it starts. Yeah, just before, because I think movie theaters close around 1 or some shit now. It's yeah. not like they used to be. No, They used to just... open a lot earlier, too. Now they open at, like, noon. No, they're open even earlier than that, I think. Are they open earlier I now? I think so. Might even be, like, 10. <laughs> That's not bad, but still, it should be open a little earlier. What if What if I want to go see a movie randomly at 8 in the morning? <laughs> so if my alarm goes off at 7, I'm seeing a movie at 8. Hey, the movies would make more money. Yeah, I guess well, so. Well, maybe they tried that, and they were like, no, we're not making more money. We no. still got to pay these people to work here. We're paying their staff to make popcorn for themselves. So just don't listen to me. But yeah, I picked The Last Jedi, and if you don't want to agree with me, or you don't want to follow my rules, I will push my list down so it is my number one, and Curse of Chucky goes to number five, and the rest of my list just shifts down. bumped up. So, but no, it's my list, so I say The Last Jedi. What's your number one? My number one is actually War of the Planet of the Apes. I didn't see that yet. Dude, you should see it. Good movie. Um, I keep forgetting that it's like out on DVD and, or Blu-ray and it, shit. It is. Um, what's his name? Woody Harrelson's actually like the bad guy in that movie. That's what I'm most looking forward to. He looks so badass in it and just the dialogue he has with Caesar and shit. Yep. Uh, Caesar and his apes are forced into a deadly conflict with an army of humans led by ruthless Colonel Woody Harrelson. Um, after the apes suffer unimaginable losses, Caesar wrestles with his dark, uh, darker instincts and becomes his known, uh, sorry, begins his own mythic quest to avenge his kind uh, as Woody Harrelson and the humans kill uh, his, his wife and, and child, I'm pretty sure, at least his wife. Oh, shit. Um, and so, like, he, he... Caesar battles with this whole thing, because... I don't know, did you see the one before this? Yeah, I've seen the first two. With Koba? Yeah, I love... Because I love these movies. They're so good. I just keep forgetting this one came out. So he keeps battling with the whole ape... Ape, no, kill ape. Mm-hmm. Um, so he keeps having these flashbacks of him kind of, like, becoming Koba and stuff. Okay, but, I like that. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool. He goes back and forth and back and forth because he's doing it for everybody and then he's doing this for himself and revenge and then he sees everybody you know, suffering so he goes back to doing it for everybody else. So it's actually a really good movie. Woody Harrelson is a ruthless bastard. Um, he really I is. like that he's popping up and everything again. He he's really good in this and he goes back and forth from playing, you know, like in Zombieland he's kind of... Just he's a goofy. Just a goof. He's he's funny, and then in this movie, he's yeah, ruthless. he still makes you cry when you find out the dog he's talking about is yeah, like his kid. his kid. Even if it was a dog, still, it still would have been sad. Yeah. She just starts crying and like wiping her away the tears. He's like, Woody, <laughs> Woody. <laughs> oh, but this movie was really good. Um, I enjoy these uh, the Planet of the Apes movies really much. Really much. I'm a huge uh, very, fan. Very of, muchly. I really I'm a huge fan them. of all of them, even the original series you damn dirty ape my dad was always big in the on them except like the later ones i think he likes the first two i'm like well oh, fuck you yeah all e- of them are good even more on this one uh they end up finding a little girl who's just got like no family or her parents have been killed or dad's been killed or something like that so yeah they- there's a rumor that that might be a well there was a rumor most people have seen the movie already but that that's the girl from one of the original movies or some shit like the original series. Oh, really? Yeah. And she's like a little girl. But she's grown up. Like, doesn't Charlton well, Heston or whatever meet a girl that can't talk? I think that's. Who I, people I think don't know. She is. is I don't know if I've seen the all the like the actual original ones. 
Not even the first one? Yeah, I've seen the original. Yeah. The first one, but I not for forever. I remember, like, the main scene at the end. <laughs> we should watch those sometimes. I got those on Blu-ray. Good choice. I still... I, that's a good reminder, too. I'm going to watch that soon. And for my runner-ups... Oh, I also saw Split this year. I'd have to put that that's on my That's a movie I never actually saw. I was stoked to see it, and I never saw it. Did you ever see Unbreakable with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson? Maybe? You should watch that one, too, because yeah. they go hand-in-hand. Hand, sort of. Uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. The, sec- the first one was good. The second one was... It was pretty good, but it was more of a Star-Lord movie than it was a Guardians movie. I liked it more the second time I watched it, because I think I got over the fact that it, I just wanted them to all stay together. Yeah. But it's fucking funny. The vi- my Once again, the funniest part of that movie is the very end. Fucking Drax is sitting there with Mantis. Yeah. And they're looking Dude, at... Dude, the way like, he talks to her the whole time. But this is the best part, because it all leads up to this. Yeah. They're looking at something. It's like the planets or Earth or some shit. And she's just like, it's so beautiful. And he he just looks over at her and he's like, and you're beautiful too. And then he just whispers under his breath on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. I'm sitting here by myself. It's like 1030 at night. And I just start laughing for like 15 (laughs) minutes straight. It's just the way he does it. Like, and you're beautiful too. And and you kind of think like, oh, he does kind of think she's beautiful. And he's like, on the inside. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's Uh, fucking you. Drags you asshole. But at the same time, I sometimes wish he wasn't so humorous. Yeah. Like, it was a little too much at times during this movie. Because in the first one, he was very, like, cut and dry. And, you know, it was, his humor was placed very sparingly because he was that kind of species like he says in this one like they're very almost barbaric and like he picked his wife because she doesn't like to dance and because she is ugly or whatever and all that shit but i think he's kind of broken through that shell because that's not who he really wants to be but he that's who he is you know i don't know it was pretty good i liked rocket um the very beginning with groot dancing around the entire fight scene one of the best hilarious Hilarious. Looks so good, too. Like, the space around them and shit. So good. When they're going into warp speed. Oh, my When Rocket God. takes over, and he's just like, go to warp speed. And he, to, um... Dude, the human body's take, not supposed take, to do more than 15 jumps. You're about to do 700. And he's like, I know. And he's like, you're about to do 700. And they start, like, boiling or bubbling and shit. Oh, my God. They look hilarious. So good. I was really mad that uh, Windu died. Oh, fucking Mary Poppins? Yeah. I'm Mary Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins, bitch. <laughs> you look like Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Yeah, yeah he he's is. cool. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> oh, it was good. Yeah, he was great, because I hate it, too, because they welcomed him to the team. Yeah, just like, I know. Yeah. yeah. And then he sacrifices himself. You're like, oh, no. they foreshadowed it, too. I know. I know they did. You yeah. give me this. Uh, I'm kind of curious about part three now, too. Three uh, now, too. Three now, too? I, I right. really want to see The Shape of Water, too. Oh, I can't wait to see that. That's what I want to see. I've heard a lot of good things. And last but not least, I'd have to say I really like The Babysitter, but I also really like Kong's Call Island. I was going to say that must have been on your list. I was waiting for Alien Covenant to be on your list, but that movie was kind of meh to me. I, I think it's going to be like Prometheus. I liked it, but I think it's going to grow on me the more I watch it. I wish... Um, I wish there was more actual aliens, actually, like... Well, Ridley Scott can't seem to make up his mind about where he wants it to go. Yeah. 
Because at first, there wasn't going to be any aliens in it. But then the fans were like, well, it's an alien movie. There should be aliens. And he's like, all right, I'll write aliens into it. And then now he's going to go in the direction of the robots being evil. Right. And there's going to be less alien once again. It's like, dude, just pick up. Come on. Yeah. No, I don't like the, I don't like the evil robot thing. I don't mind well, it I as don't a mind background it being there, thing. But yeah, but just, it's called Alien, man. Yeah. Everyone knows Alien for Alien. Give us some Xenomorph. All right. Give us a Xenocrisis. Yeah, that's it. All right. Listener lists. Shall we do some listener lists? Oh, yeah, lists? no, absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Steve from Everything I Learned from Movies podcast says Blade Runner, Logan, War for the Planet of the Apes, yep. Brigsby Bear, and King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. It's ridiculously good. Really, eh? Apparently. All I've right, actually cool. heard it's really bad, but maybe it's one of those movies where it's half and half. It could be. We have got Zombie Kitty Podcast. I'm going to have so many runner-ups. Oh, geez. Number five, it comes at night. Number four, Logan. Three, Split. Two, It. And one, Spider-Man Homecoming. Runner-ups. Jigsaw. Captain Underpants. Wonder Woman. Belko Experiment. Ghost in the Shell. I would also say The Shape of Water, but the UK doesn't get it till 2018, so I'm not counting it for my list. Ah, uh, good call. Friggin', um, I still have to see Captain Underpants, which is really strange for me, because I've got the pretty much the entire library sitting in my bathroom. Yeah, that was the book you kind of grew up with, right? Yeah, it was just something that, I don't know, uh, when we were in school, and you know you could order books. From Scholastic? Scholast- yeah, that was the first thing that I was just like, yeah, sure, give me this Captain Underpants crap. If I'm going to read, it's going to be comics. <laughs> I was only allowed to order anything on that when it went on for sale, but only the only things that ever went on sale were the shitty things. That's very true. So I didn't get very much yeah. from the Scholastic orders. We got Jake and Tom Conquer the World saying, Get Out, Logan, Wonder Woman, Baby Driver, and It. I still have to see Baby Driver. I'm going to see Baby Driver and Get Out. Have you seen Get Out? No, I haven't. That's another one, too. But so Baby Driver's fucking Edgar Wright, and I've heard nothing but good things, and it's like a really cool car chase movie and there's a wicked cast ensemble god damn fuck it let's try and watch that while we take our uh, while we take our break and try and bring it to the people when we get back i'm down well actually i was at walmart the other day buying my mom's christmas present cuz lucky Attaboy. for us her birthday is did i say birthday or christmas both oh uh, what's well, her birthday present cuz her <laughs> birthday is on the 18th so it's Right before Christmas. Michelle's is January 4th, so just after Christmas, oh, and I haven't even damn. thought of a birthday present yet. See, that's so tough, man. I hate buying pre- Like, I love buying presents for people, yeah. but I hate buying presents, like, yeah. figuring out what to buy them. <laughs> and they never tell you what, but anyway, that's beyond the point. Yeah. He Moving says, all honorable mentions, because I haven't had the chance to see them yet, Dunkirk, Disaster Artist, and The Last Jedi. That's another one. That's going to be good. Disaster Artist, the... One about the room. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. I wanted to see, what is it, like, Rough Night? It's the the all-women all movie. All, blah, 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 all the women cast, Scarlett Johansson or something. It's like a, the oh, hangover of all-women. Yeah. There's quite per- a few of those now. It looked pretty funny when it first came out. Uh, we got Wulong Talks. He says, I'm going to have to come back to you on that one because I need a minute to decide. So he will come back to us in a minute. <laughs> In a minute, but Mark, I mean a few weeks. Mark Nation of Nerds oh, says... Oh, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, Dunkirk, Blade Runner, War for the Pla- War of the Planet of the Apes, and although I haven't seen it, I'll put The Shape of Water. I did not. Well, I did if, not. If you're allowed to do that, I, that's that just puts my Last Jedi choice right right up there. I know. Right back up there, brother. <laughs> 
the, the Fern says my list will change, but for now, top five. Logan, number five. Get Out, four. Thor, Ragnarok, three. Blade Runner, 2049, two. And number one, Mother. Mother. It's the one with Jennifer Lawrence. It's a very weird movie. Apparently, it's like... I'm surprised The Mummy's not on any of these lists. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're Transformers. <laughs> uh... Key Brain says Thor, Ragnarok, The Disaster Artist, Logan, Baby Driver, and Get Out. There we go. These are good lists. Great lists. We got Milo saying Blade Runner 2049, Baby Driver, Dunkirk, Personal Shopper, and Logan. Hearing Dunkirk, Dunkirk so many times, I just want to sit down and watch this fucking movie. With honorable mentions, Get Out, Big Sick, and Wind River, or Wind River, probably Wind River. But a lot of stuff I want to see either hasn't aired in the UK yet, like Lady Bird, or didn't air in my local cinema like The Florida Project. I haven't heard of either of those. Me neither. We got Steph... WW Faithful on the Instagrams. Right on. She says Wonder Woman, Wind River, Dunkirk, Baby Driver, and The Big Sick. And we got Matthew Fisher. That's last but not least. All right. As of now, my top five movies of 2017 are number five, The Disaster Artist. Number four, War for the Planet of the Apes. Number three, Get Out. Number two, Logan. Number one, Blade Runner 2049. But we'll see how my list looks after Star Wars and The Shape of Water. <laughs> yep, that's it. The two movies that people put on their number one yeah. even though they didn't see them so hey, i think those two movies are they're gonna be like the end of the year big ones you guys want to uh change those lists by any means please send us uh send them into us we will read them on the next episode yeah for sure maybe that'll be our because i think on the first episode when we come back we'll talk about the movies that we're most looking forward to like our top five yeah i wouldn't uh, mind how would you put it most excited for most excited for, the most build-up. Top five most excited for of 2018. Yeah, let's do that. There should be a pretty decent list by the time we come back. Yes. we got a couple weeks, so... Well, it's easy to look up just the movies that are coming oh, out. Oh, I know, but it's nice to see the movies that they think that are actually coming out, and then the movies that we're actually getting. Well, yeah. Well, nowadays in Hollywood, like, the theatrical release movies, usually when there's a release date of, like, we're this coming it. year, it's there. Gotcha. Which sucks. To be honest, because then when the movie sucks, like Justice League, I still haven't seen it, but I've seen the pictures of Superman's overimposed CGI mustache, mustache? disappearance oh, trick, dear. and it literally looks like one of those things where someone has an animal and they superimpose their lips over it. Oh, no. It looks like that over his mouth, and it looks like puffy, and it's just, oh, oh no. Oh, no. But um, I think that does that. Thank you for those lists. Please, if you want to take part in any fun shenanigans that we do like lists you but, can email us at basementcondition at gmail.com but what Ellie? since uh we didn't we're not quite at the end of the month that we didn't get to do you know listener questions and stuff like that if you guys have any questions or anything for us you know we'll be back in in probably, january probably by the second week of january i'd say yeah we should uh, we should be back to normal by then so if you guys want to send in any questions any random shenanigans please send them our way send us questions top five ideas fucking leave top us a five ideas leave us a review on either itunes stitcher podbean soundcloud top five ideas <laughs> we're we're on fucking twitter and facebook just look up basement condition and we will party it up internet style top five <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, we're running out of ideas for those. But F and Stefan brought up an idea, like some of the ones from the earlier episodes. 
we could are very bad quality and, and you're I not part of yeah, it. And it would be fun to go back <laughs> and me not know what my list was back then, make a new list and, and then, then kind of compare. compare them. Yeah. <laughs> so we might start doing that. See how you've grown. Miss. Yes, if right, I've cool. grown at all. I'm actually kind of shrinking at this point. <laughs> Stop wearing your lead helmet then. Uh, I know, it weighs me down, but thank you for tuning in to this, I guess, season slash year of Basement Condition. Yeah, happy ho-ho. We hope the holidays are great to y'all. Shout and out. You guys, uh, wait, you, you trying to jump in on me? Yeah. Yeah, happy happy holidays to y'all. We hope you guys, you know, stay safe, stay friendly, and uh, hope stay you get warm. lots of goodies. Especially if you're up here in Canada, it's been fucking freezing. Yeah, get your long johns on. I gotta get some of those. I've I, never owned a pair of long johns. I've got insulated jeans. They're quite nice. Yeah, no, you wear them every fucking year, you big... They're, they're, they're beautiful. I know they are. Anyway, we're Maybe wrapping this just, up like a nice... What? That's the easiest present you could get me. Some insulated jeans? <laughs> there you go. See, that's something that I would never like go out and be like, hmm. Insulated jeans. Insulated jeans. <laughs> like long johns. I'm just that kind of mind minded person. That's why I ask for all that kind of shit for Christmas. Like, stocking stuffers, I need my deodorant, yeah, my body wash. practical stuff. My, yeah, because like halfway through the year I run out. And I always forget to pick shit up, and I'm in the shower, and I'm just like, oh. Halfway like, through the year? I get quite a bit, usually, and then, like, leftovers <laughs> okay. from the year before. So it's usually dollar store stuff. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. Come yeah. back next year. Shout-outs to the Potter and Family community. They get fresh crew. Whoop, whoop. Woo. And I think that's it. You, the oh, Big shout-outs to you guys. Thank you. We have survived how many episodes now? This is 136, and last but not least, we are actually at 10,000 plays over all of our 136 Holy episodes. Holy fuck, you guys are awesome. Thank you so, so much. That's that, pretty cool. That means a lot to us. Uh, it, it means that we're actually speaking to people and not just sitting in, sitting in this basement. Well, it's not a basement anymore. It's a Sorry. room. We're sitting in a room now. We've moved up from the basement condition. For now. For now. We'll probably move back to a basement. But, it sounds uh, better, too, in a basement. But no, it's great. I love actually seeing that people are listening to us and having a good time, seeing all these lists, seeing these all this feedback. Um, F and Stefan, uh, you know, I met you through all this. You're, you're the man, bro. Yeah, shout out to you, F and Stefan. You send in your audio clips. Be Everyone is more than welcome to send us shit like that, too. It, yeah, I love hearing this shit. It's awesome. And he just didn't have one for today because he, like us, didn't think he saw five movies of this year. I was on destiny with him before this episode he was like dude i'm i didn't send anything in because i don't think i've seen five movies from this year and, and i was just like yeah i was just like did you see spider-man yeah she see logan yeah she wonder woman yeah she nights 22 yeah <laughs> see gerald's game yeah gc thor yeah six there you go he's like fuck oh, you yeah. man <laughs> like but that's what i was thinking too when i first came up with the idea i was like damn i don't know if i came up with that and then I saw it and I was like yeah I've seen like 15 movies this but year but anyway we've done this three times now we're actually gonna take off thank you guys so much we will see you next year and as always stay, stay mint. mint yes stay mint and have a happy new year ho 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 nerds geeks freaks and internet peeps and welcome to another episode of basement condition the nerdy kind of podcast where Allie's nose whistles when we try to... <laughs> what was that? I don't try to play that off like it was something else. That came right from your nostril. <laughs> Three, two, one. Ho, ho, ho. No, fuck. Ho, 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 nerds, geeks, freaks, and internet peeps, and welcome to another episode of Basement Condition. A nerdy kind of podcast. <laughs> 
All right, this is what happens when you start at... Ho, 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 you motherfuckers. <laughs> ho, 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 chicken fuckers. <laughs>